fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Has it changed your mind yet? Are you now completely convinced everything is okay? All is right in the world? I mean, come on, the FDA, the CDC, they proved the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. Therefore, everything must be fine. It's all great. That's going to change the minds of every single person in the entire country that has decided not to get the vaccine because we are the filthy, inhumane, undesirables of society that just don't care about the rest of humanity because we are spreading this virus like, like, I don't know, a good relation to that. But nonetheless, it's going to change your mind all of a sudden, and now you're going to run out and get that vaccine. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how well that works out. Hey, welcome into the show. It is a Monday here on The Voice of Reason. Great to have you along today, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. All over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. It's going to be a fun day today. We have a lot to get to. We're going to try and cram as much of it in as we can like we do every day. Richard Battle. We haven't had him on the program in a while. Uh, Author of the book, Navigating Life's Journey. We'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about uh, illegal immigration coming up. uh, COVID-positive illegal immigrants where, obviously, we're just saying, hey, welcome to the country. Have your fill of whatever you want come in and go wherever you want to and do your thing man and as we're talking about the concern of covid yet we don't try to screen or stop or isolate illegal immigrants because if you do that then you're jailing them if you do that to a to an american citizen working then that's just what you have to do because they're an inhumane part of society i'm noticing a trend right now aren't you now at the funny time i have to admit i am i uh, every day There's something that blows my mind, something that always excites me, something that really shocks me to the core. And today, it's in a positive way, not a bad way, other than Joe Biden that I just kind of laugh at. There is some really positive stuff going on. I've never seen so many people come out. And again, it's not like an anti-vaccine thing, but it is more of a personal health choice, personal lifestyle choice to where I'm going to do what it takes to take care of my own health which is dietary changes, which is exercise, which is taking the vitamins, focusing on what you need to, you know, making sure that your health is right because we finally starting to get through to some individuals that you can actually heal yourself. And I'm not just talking about COVID here. I'm talking about in general, you can heal yourself based on your lifestyle choices. You don't have to deal with uh, rheumatoid arthritis. You don't have to deal with blood clots. You don't have to deal with certain medical issues because you can do things naturally. Now, I'm not endorsing any type of medication because they try to come after you for stuff like this. Consult your physician, consult your doctor, whatever, but you can actually take back your health and you've seen time and time and time and time and time again of individuals that have gone the personal route and actually have been able to not just mask, but cure a lot of their personal ailments. And it's a great story to hear. And I love it. So, uh, But never before have I seen a personal lifestyle choice, a healthy personal lifestyle choice, be so controversial. It's wild to me. With so many that just don't trust maybe the natural immune system, maybe don't believe in it, maybe don't understand it quite, and just say the only way you can survive this virus is if you get the vaccine, which is just not the case because we had, what, a 90%, 99% uh, success rate and survival rate before the vaccines even came out. So obviously that's not true. 
And of course, they like to generalize and say, well, anybody can get sick from it. True-ish. At the same time, we do see trends on the more prone individuals that actually get affected by this more so than everybody else. And the reason I bring this up is because they think that all of a sudden now, according to the Washington Post and CNBC and all the other media sources, they come out and they're like, well, look, Pfizer has now been fully approved by the FDA. Therefore, it's going to win over all the skeptics for the vaccine. And that's just, to me at least, that's not the case. I didn't care about approval or non-approval by the FDA. It didn't make any difference to me. I don't want it because I don't feel I need it. I'm in my early 30s. I'm in relatively good health. I'm in better health with the style choices that I've been changing and actually making with myself, trying to be more active, trying to take the vitamins, trying to do health kicks, trying to do the dietary thing. I feel better than I have even in my 20s right now. I don't need the vaccine. It's not that I don't trust it, although I do have uh, skepticism on there as well, but I don't need it. It's unnecessary for me. And according to some, that I'm the dirty, filthy, un, you know, undesirable of the nation because I'm the one spreading the virus, which is silly in itself because vaccinated people spread, spread it just as much. We don't need to go down that road right now. But this, I think, goes back in tune with what we've talked about with the Democrats overall in their establishment, where they have a lack of understanding of the quote-unquote common folk. They really just don't understand the general population, and they try so hard to relate. They really they do what they can. They try to relate. You had uh, you had Hillary Clinton out there trying to speak in a southern accent when she was on the campaign trail. You got people trying to talk in different dialects. You got people trying to you know to, you know who let the dogs out. Remember that with Mitt Romney. You don't say that. It's not what you do. You especially don't say that while you're taking a picture with a group of my more minority individuals. It just it looks bad and it's stupid. You just don't do that. So the politicians, the elites, have a really hard time grasping the mindset of the uh, general population, which is why, again, it blew their mind during the census data when it's like, look at this, minorities are living in rural communities. Doesn't that bust open the idea of white supremacy and the evil Republicans that cling onto their guns and Bibles? <laughs> When the vast majority of minorities live in rural communities, then guess what? We get along just fine because we don't care about the racism and the skin color identity politics as the elites do in this country. So there's a very big lifestyle difference, and they just don't grasp what makes us tick. So to them, a government agency approved a vaccine, therefore everything's all right, and everybody that was a naysayer all of a sudden is now going to buy into the vaccine. And that's just not the case. Prime example of that was the Trump uh, rally that happened down in Alabama. Now, in Alabama, they have some of the lower rates of COVID-19 vaccinations. Trump went to go speak there over the weekend. He spoke at the Trump rally. He advocated for the vaccine, and his own crowd booed him at the rally for advocating for the vaccine. Now, what he really said... And I tried to play the audio clip, but I couldn't get it in time and uh, internet issues, whatever. So I'm just going to read it. He said, quote, and you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms and you've got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. So in other words, under the Trump, you know, uh, what you have to kind of, you know, break down the dialect of what Trump really had to say, which uh, we used to play that clip all the time of what uh, what Trump really meant to say. Obviously. You believe in your freedom. Take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. But it's okay. I took it. Everything's great. By him just making that quote, he ended up getting booed at his own rally. So this isn't a blind following of Trump. This isn't a blind following of, oh, you know, the the government didn't, didn't give us the green light and the okay to do it, so therefore I'm not going to. This is strictly a multiple of things of either I don't trust the vaccine or, number two, 
I don't need it because there's two ways to deal with an issue, either to take a vaccine to boost your immune system specifically for that or to actually boost your immune system overall to where you can deal with anything. I kind of re- I like to reference it to sporting events because that makes sense for a lot of individuals. I relate it to like MMA. Are you going to be a boxer where you get the vaccine where it's just one style of fighting? You're going to be a boxer. You can stand on your feet and you may be able to hit really good against a boxer. But then you go in there against a wrestler or a jujitsu guy and you're not going to do well because you don't have the leg movement. You don't have the wrestling skills. You're not going to do well. So you get the you do your vitamins, you do your del, uh, your your health regimen, your dietary regimen. And now you're a complete mixed martial artist where you can fight anything because your immune system is prepared for whatever may come. It's a great way to look at it. I like it. My, you know, that's because that's the only sport that I really pay, t- pay attention to. That's the analogy I like to use, which leads me to the point to where I have a bit of a programming note for you. This Friday, I will not be on the air. We're going to have a best of running on Friday or maybe a pre-recorded show. Not quite sure what I'm going to do there yet. But uh, because being a talk show host, we get the bad rep for talking all the talk, but not walking all the walks. And I don't like that. And talk radio is really such a great platform for conservatives to be able to promote an agenda, but not just be the one where, like, you hear the scandal of the politician behind the scenes after they advocate for something because they're doing it themselves, is that we actually promote the walk that we try to preach on the radio. Not that we're preachers by any ways, but for me, at least, I like to be the catalyst for some type of activism and movement. And some individuals may have known. I don't know that I've announced it on this show. I think we've announced it on our weekend local program here in the Wichita area But for the national broadcast, I don't know that I've actually mentioned this. But since the beginning of this month, on August 1st, Mrs. Voice of Reason and I have done a major dietary change. Now, we've been taking the vitamins. We've been doing the vitamin D, the zinc, the magnesium, all that good stuff to try and boost the immune system. Vitamin C, obviously, as well. Elderberry concentrate, sip on some of that. If you feel like you're getting a cold on, it does it in. We have our Hoosier Health that we're working on with our Hoosier Media Network, where we have the plants and the herbs and the medicinal garden out back, which uh, helped me a couple of months ago when I had the sore throat and not feeling well. And just a day of drinking that tea, poof, all got better. Surprise, didn't have to take any medication. I just took some plants and herbs and a tea from our backyard and everything was hunky-dory. I will have more information on that, by the way, as Hoosier Health and the Hoosier Media Network continue to get launched. But with all of that being said, we also did a major dietary change and we went, I know, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh. But we went full on 100% raw plant-based vegan in our diet. I know. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to do this forever because let me tell you, it's been 23 days now and I am dying, dying for a burger. You have no idea how hard this has been for me and me especially. Again, I'm the guy who we have a local restaurant here in the Wichita area that serves a three pound hamburger and it has been my due diligence to try and complete that three pound hamburger. And yeah, now I've gone with no meat, no dairy for the entire month. Now we will introduce some of that back in, but the purpose was during the uh, during this COVID, during the pandemic, during the health kick that we've been trying to promote of living a healthier lifestyle, is getting rid of all the processed foods. No fatty foods, no sugars, no salts, no dairy, no meat, uh, especially like processed meat out of the grocery store. When we do come off of this intense, rigorous part of it, we'll go back to some meat, but it'll be from directly from farmers and ranchers um, that ha- are very good about maybe not putting as many antibiotics or steroids or that sort of stuff in it, and then trying to go hunting and get my own meat. And that's the goal. 
because we want to eat healthy, we want to live healthy and not eat that processed stuff. The lack of nutrition in the food is so crazy and so absurd. That's why people eat have to eat so much because there's so little nutrition in it any longer. So we went live, raw, plant-based vegan and it's been very tough, but yet I have to give major props and major credit to Mrs. Voice of Reason because she makes food that is so out of this world where I almost I'm I'm almost tricked that it's actually like real food and meat, but it's not. I mean, it's real food, but it's not real meat. Uh, and it's amazing. We've had pizza. We've had tacos. We've had salads. We've had this. I mean, we've had so many good things that are I never thought there was actually a variety of dietary uh, recipes for a vegan diet. Uh, but then coming up to the Saturday, it's also led towards and we've talked a little bit about it on the air with more of a religious and spiritual tone to it as well. So this weekend, I'm taking some time off for a bit of a spiritual journey of that sort as well. But I'm starting a five-day fasting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, I cannot eat for between tomorrow and the rest of the week. So if I'm grumpy on the air, please forgive me, although it may make it entertaining because I'll yell at a lot more people because I'm going to be extremely hungry. I've never done a fasting in my life. I've never gone vegan in my life. But by golly, I've gone vegan for the last 23 days. And I'm about ready to do a five-day fasting of not eating at all for the next five days. So I'm preparing myself. I'm trying to brace myself. And then I'll be taking Friday, Saturday off for a bit of a spiritual journey that I'm going on as well. So as a programming heads up, that's the journey. That's what I'm working on. It's been a struggle. It's been a change. But as you know, your family listening to the program all the time. And I'm open with you. So if I seem a little off the next couple of days, bear with me. Or find it highly entertaining. I don't really care, but that's the journey that we're on right now. Lots more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you more than you can ever imagine. You can find us on our social media with the handle at Hoosier Reason. Also the website at HoosierReason.com. That's H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com, and the social media on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, OurFreedomBook.com, Instagram, TikTok. You can find the links to all those on the website at HoosierReason.com. So, by the way, thank you. Got some comments over the break uh, saying good luck on the journey. I tell you, it's been tough. It's been tough. I've never done this before. I used to make fun of this lifestyle. Let's just put it in that perspective. I used to make fun of this. Oh, a bunch of hippie crap, whatever, and eating plants. And I have I have a shirt, and I've worn it on this show many times, where it's a picture of a deer taking a squat in the woods, and it says, my food poops on your food. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the mindset that I've been in my entire life. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going raw vegan. Uh, it's It's a weird lifestyle for me. And it's been challenging and it's been tough, but I feel great. I've lost like 10 pounds in the last three weeks. I have more energy, more creative, very much more in tune spiritually connected to religion. However, you want to view that in your own perspective. I I got my own and that's not a time or place for a political talk show. Don't talk about religion on your political talk show. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. So, I mean, I, I I've been more connected and it feels great. So I'm going on a fast starting tomorrow, going for five days straight and then doing a a uh, religious uh, spiritual uh, quest, let's put it, on Friday and Saturday. So I'll be off on Friday, and then we can give you a recap on the program on Monday. But the reason I say this is to give you a heads up that if I'm cranky for the next few days, it's because I'm on a fast that I've never done a fasting in my entire life, and now I'm going for without eating for five days straight. So bear with me if I get just a little bit upset, although it may be entertaining for the radio show. Let's see what else is trending today. What do you say? What's trending today? So just to give you a little warning as we talk about COVID, talk about personal health, talking about where we just, it's time for us to get back to our life, do our thing the way we need to. Just go about your day, go to work, go to the store, go to the restaurant, go to the bar, do whatever you do, come home to the family. Don't worry about the vaccine. Don't worry about the mask. Just live your life because guess what? COVID is not going anywhere. It's an airborne virus now. You will never be able to stop it. You will never be able to eradicate it. It's not like, you know, a a polio or something where you just, you know, get a vaccine. It just goes away. It's not like that. It's a virus like the flu. It's not like the flu and its makeup and its symptoms. But I mean, kind of it is because apparently nobody got the flu this year. It was all COVID. But nonetheless, It is an airborne virus now to where it will always be there. It will always mutate as we make new vaccines. It will always change itself. It will always be around us. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but 8% of our DNA is made up of viruses and bacteria that's in our biological world that our system now understands how to fight off and live with. Or else, you ever see like War of the Worlds? Where the aliens open up the thing after the ships and destroy everything, kill a bunch, a whole bunch of people, open up their gates to walk onto the planet, and they end up falling down dead because they're not used to the viruses and bacteria in our biological world. We cannot live the rest of our lives under a mask. We cannot live the rest of our lives trying to get hyped up on vaccines just to survive a virus that will never go away. It is here. It'll always be here. Live with it and learn to adapt with it. And the only way you can do that is by getting healthy on the personal front. And I know it's difficult for some because, for one, on the other side especially, they don't like to take personal responsibility. They want to be the ones sitting on the couch eating potato chips and pizza, watching TV all day and playing Dungeons and Dragons, which don't make fun of that because I've always had an interest in wanting to play it but never have, uh, but sitting there and never doing anything and then wondering why they have to have a triple bass, uh, triple bypass heart surgery. According to studyfinds.com, couch potatoes is the way they call it, are seven times more likely to suffer a stroke. 
Now, when a left winger suffers a stroke, is it because society made that and they're a victim now, so therefore they need universal health care and have it taken care of? Or do they say, gee, maybe I shouldn't have actually sat in my parents' basement and played video games for 20 hours a day eating pizza and bags of potato chips? I mean, it comes down to personal responsibility. And when you do that, just the basic necessities of personal responsibility, then guess what? COVID would go from a 99.2% survival rate to like a 99.8% survival rate. Then you just worry about the ones that are just genetically sick or the ones that are elder that lost their immune system. And we can do that. We can take care of them. We want to take care of them. But everybody else, get back to business as normal. Let's do our thing, man. Come on. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Halfway through the program already for a Monday. Great to have you along for the ride today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the Millennial Generation 1 radio listener at a time. That's a weird comment. Uh, You know, the nice thing about streaming on social media is that you can get new individuals to listen to the program and check out the program, whether it's on the Podbean live stream, whether it's on the video streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, uh, Instagram, all that good jazz, uh, or on the website at whosyourreason.com. But you also get some individuals that I don't know necessarily are there to listen to the content, but just kind of check it out. Someone, um, Hoosier, you can't pronounce your own last name. Hoosier, I'm supposed to take advice from someone who can't pronounce their own last name. It's Hoosier. Just like the state, you know, the Indiana Hoosiers like that. We just don't have the I in there. It's H-O-O-S-E-R, and you can find that online at HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. Yeah, it's just like the state, the Indiana Hoosiers, but there's just no I in the in the spelling of it. Don't ask me why. I didn't do it, but, you know, that's the way the family's always done it. So uh, get off the cough drops and the cough uh, the uh, cough syrup there, buddy. I don't know what uh, what you're thinking there. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about. I want to try and not waste any time here with the next guest. Let's get right into him. What's trending today? So we've talked a lot about COVID. We have now, of course, the issue in Afghanistan. We have illegal immigration down at the southern border. You know, the Biden administration seems to be doing things relatively swell, eh? We have Kamala Harris coming out, finally breaking her silence. It's been a while since we've heard from her. And you know why? Is because her poll ratings just tanked. 
Nobody liked her. No one liked her in the primary elections when she ran for president either. That's why she only had a two and a half, three percent voter uh, support in the Democrat primary base. And then they tried to ram her in as vice president. And now look at her. She flopped the immigration issue going down to Central America. She flopped the border issue. And so they just kind of isolated her. Hasn't said a whole lot. Well, she finally broke her silence. And she's trying to speak out, trying to defend the Afghanistan issue as well. But now we have a bigger issue. We have COVID coming up across the border when it's supposed to be, you know, trying to isolate you because you're an inhumane, horrible human being if you don't wear a mask or don't get a vaccine. But yet we allow immigrants to come up from there. We now have uh, Afghanistan being run by the Taliban again. We're more than likely we're going to see individuals coming across our border trying to sneak in that way as well that are being terrorists from the Middle East. What do we do about all this? What the heck's going on? Super excited to have on our next guest. We've had him on many times before. We love having him on. He is the author of the book, Navigating Life's Journeys, Common Sense in Uncommon Times. Yeah, common sense is what we need again. Mr. Richard Battle with us here. Rich, how are you, my friend? Andy, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having us with you again. Hey, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. I love having you on the program. We live in, again, uncommon, very strange times. We have an administration that has completely botched a Middle East operation and pulling out of there. We have an immigration crisis that's going on that still has not been resolved. It just hasn't gone away because the media forgets to tell you about it. We have the demonization of our own citizens just because we don't want to follow government protocol in a pandemic. Um, but yet we're the bad guys and we're the focus outside of everything else going on. Well, absolutely. And uh, one of the things I think that's very apparent now is such a leadership vacuum. And it shows that the professional politicians of both parties, uh, as a matter of fact, who have never had any real world experience, once they come up with someone that can say no to them, they find out that just barking orders is not leadership. (laughs) And people who have real-world experience know how they have to inspire and motivate people to accomplish things. And what we've seen is a communication mess on many fronts because of that lack of leadership capability. Is it the entire administration, do you think? Is it just Joe Biden himself and Kamala Harris? I mean, who's actually pulling the strings behind it? Because obviously Joe can't stand there for more than 30 minutes without actually having an issue. He can't speak at all. He can't even remember his name half the time. So obviously it's somebody else running the show. But are they getting ideas from him, or is he just really the puppet right now, do you think? Well, I think whatever input he's providing has got to be very limited, (laughs) and he's being told what to do. I saw a picture the other day from behind the teleprompter where it gave the end of his speech. And then the bottom comment was leave now, leave now, which told him to turn around and walk out. And so I believe he's being directed because when president Trump was president, if they would have put leave now at the bottom of the teleprompter, we all know what would happen. He would have done what he wanted to do at the moment, which was communicate. Well, yeah, we're they got mad at him. anything but that. Oh, sure. They got mad at him for when he was doing those nightly uh, COVID-19 press conferences. He was holding them two and a half, three hours long, and he didn't care. He would take questions from everybody. He would go on his rants and talk about whatever he wanted to. Like, it went from just giving an update from Vice President Mike Pence and the COVID-19 task force to, let's do a two-hour press conference, and I'm going to sit there and debate with half the media. Like, it was hilarious. Well, absolutely, and and that was the most transparent administration I think we've ever seen, regardless of what you think about him or how his leadership was. They were transparent, and again, that came because he worked in the real world. He had to talk to real people 
who could decide to do business with him or not and deal with it. He couldn't just command people to obey his orders. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now we're seeing the complete opposite. So what do we do now? I mean, what's what's the next step for us? We have, as we mentioned, a crisis in the Middle East. Not sure what we can do about that one. Um, unfortunately, I mean, Trump already had a plan to get out of there properly and it didn't work because they just kind of tossed that one and did their own thing. But that's kind of done and over with. But now we have to look on the home front. We're coming up on the 20th anniversary of September 11th in just uh, in just a couple of weeks from now. We have an immigration crisis at the border where we have essentially open borders again. Can we protect ourselves or should we be concerned about some type of threat? Well, I think we have to be concerned corporately and I think we have to be concerned individually because we have uh, illegal aliens being dumped all over the country who cannot provide for themselves, who in desperation will commit crime. We have other people being brought into the country unvetted who are bringing who knows what plus crime with them. So there are risks individually and corporately all over the place. My concern is there's, there's limitations of what we can do until next year's elections. My hope is people will do two things. One, communicate, especially to their Democrat elected officials, to get changes in what's going on because the Republicans will not be listened to. And then second, no, no one can do everything. And we're all discouraged, but all of us can do one thing. So I encourage people become passionate about one thing, school board, city council, county commission, whatever it is, one thing and get involved in one thing. And if enough of us do that, then we can make a difference. Amen to that. Politics coming back to the local level, which it's been slowly trending that way. But I think this COVID pandemic has really taken things to the next level. When you have a city council implementing those mask mandates, when you have a school board implementing them uh, uh, for the students, when the parents are the ones at the school board yelling and screaming at them not to do so because the parents should have the choice on what they're going to do with their children, we've realized that now... Politics is on the home front. The local politics have the major, most uh, most impactful events on us, and we have to make a change on that. And when we do start changing that at the local level, we could have an opportunity to really change things nationally overall, couldn't we? Absolutely, and I'm encouraged by two things. One, we're starting to see a lot more people stand up at school boards and speak against critical race theory and other things that are going on, which is great. And I'm encouraged on what's happening at the border where Texas stepped up to provide our own border security. We've had several states support us. And then the DOJ sued Texas. Mm. And it's kind of ironic. The DOJ sues Texas for enforcing federal law when the federal government is not enforcing federal law that government did. And my hope is this might be the start of a new reordering of power between the states and the federal government. Because we have to remember the federal government didn't create the states. The states created the federal government. But we've allowed that power to shift to the federal government for too long. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to ask you about that with the states' rights issues. I mean, the litigation going on in Texas with the uh, potential litigation going down in Florida with Joe Biden saying he would actually sue Ron DeSantis for not allowing school boards to implement mask mandates. I mean, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, the eternal optimist. Do you see the opportunity for us here to kind of learn more about the idea of federalism and the power of states' rights and federal rights on kind of dividing those and where powers actually lie? Well, absolutely. And we need to be holding the administration to account for enforcing the Constitution. And the state attorney general should be suing the government every time they step beyond that. 
And that's where we have the opportunity to reorder power and make sure the federal government does not go beyond the Constitution and and grab more power. The more centralized government is, the less freedom you and I have. The less centralized government is, the more freedom you and I have. It's wild that some don't actually grasp that. We're talking with Richard Battle, author of the book Navigating Life's Journeys, Common Sense in Uncommon Times. You can find him online at richardbattle.com. we got just about a minute. Can you stick over one more segment with us as well? Yes, sir. Awesome. I love it. Well, I want to tease, we can kind of tease going into this break here, but I want to shift gears back to COVID just a little bit with this and now with illegal aliens, because as we mentioned, I mean, our borders are obviously being flooded. It's not in the media, but we have still seeing uh, facilities down there at 800, 900% capacity with children getting COVID, individuals getting COVID. And what do we do to stop some of that? Because while we're trying to keep ourselves healthy, now we're seeing an influx of immigrants with diseases coming in that we're not wanting to actually deal with. So when we come back, I want to talk about that. What can we do about it and to actually make ourselves protected? Is it, uh, did we just mention, is it lying with the states, with the military, with uh, National Guard, with law enforcement around those areas? Uh, We did have the big win with ending of DACA with the judge challenging that down in Texas. God bless you guys for doing that one, actually stopping the DACA and uh, Joe Biden not liking that one. So we'll talk about that uh, when we come back here as well. Plus, I want to shift gears as well and talk about these mandated vaccines and uh, is there a potential shutdown from the federal level, the mandatory masks, mandatory vaccines, and what the heck's the Biden administration going to be doing with all that? We'll talk about all that and more. Yeah, see, trying to cram all this into one show, into one hour program. We'll do that with Richard Battle when we come back right here on The Voice Reason for a Monday. Stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me, it's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again,
Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Goes by way too fast. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the program for a Monday today. Richard Battle is our guest today. Navigating Life's Journeys, Common Sense, and Uncommon Times is the book. You can find him on the website at richardbattle.com. And uh, as we're going into the break, kind of a tease, uh, uh, let's talk about this issue now outside of the the terrorist threat internationally from the Taliban. Coming across our border, we have obviously a pandemic where people are paranoid. We have potential mask mandates for children. We have vaccines. We have people in isolation. We have just our minds are being lost right now with people losing their minds over COVID-19 and the virus. But yet we have a crisis at the border where apparently it's important until an illegal immigrant gets it. And then they come in and we just kind of say, okay, uh, just show up for your court date and go about your business. We're not doing a whole lot of testing. We're not doing a whole lot of isolation. We're not stopping them from crossing the border until, you know, with a test or anything. What the heck? I mean, is it a lack of focus on immigration? Is it a lack of care of the actual virus? What do you think the real reason is going on here? Well, I think it's uh, purposeful what's going on, and it's, it is a shame from the standpoint it does not have to be this way. We've seen the border under control. We know what to do. And giving this administration eight months now and see what we're seeing, it has to be purposeful. And there are thousands, I mean, 200,000 people were intercepted last month. Normally in the summer, we see less of a surge because of the risk of dying from dehydration. And those were intercepted people. That doesn't count the gotaways. And the cartels now are purposely sending hundreds of people to the port of entry and overwhelming the Border Patrol so that the Border Patrol does not have the resources to control the rest of the border. And that's the part where the really bad guys come across, and those are the gotaways. And we don't know how many there are at any time. And the number I heard last week has gone up now to we've intercepted people in this last year from 183 countries. So it's not a Mexico or Northern Triangle problem. They're coming from all over the world. There are no testing unless the Border Patrol uh, processes and releases them. And they are so overwhelmed that they can't even do that with most of them. Most of them are just being released, period. So it is an unbelievable issue. The Democrat mayors of Del Rio and Eagle Pass are screaming about it. The congressman, Democrat from Laredo, Texas, all three Hispanic are screaming for help because they're being overwhelmed in their cities right now. Is this going to hit the Biden administration? Are they going to take a hit on this or do Democrats just not care? I mean, obviously, they put Kamala Harris in charge of that at the beginning of the administration, which didn't work out very well. And now we haven't heard from her for the last months until just recently, like yesterday or today. But is this going to hit them, or do Democrats just not make that a big issue for them to go to the voting booth? Well, I hope it hits them, and it should, because these illegals are going to be ending up all over the country. And when they show up in your city and my city and other cities, we have to pay to support them because 98% of them cannot take care of themselves. And that comes from real tax dollars out of our pocket. And people ought to be upset about that. And that ought to show up in the voting booth next year. 
Yeah, I really hope so. I mean, we need to. And it's been gaining traction on the immigration issue from election to election. I'm, I remember back in 2008 during the first Obama run, we saw Tom Tancredo from Colorado make immigration a major issue for really the first time on the national level like that. And it's only increased in attention since then, obviously, to Donald Trump that got they got elected on. That is a major piece of platform. we got just about a minute left or so here, but let's talk about real quickly. While they don't focus on that, they do try to focus on, of course, trying to limit COVID from our own citizens because we're the evil, terrible human jerks that just don't care about humanity if we don't wear masks or get vaccinated. Do you see a push for a nationwide mandated vaccine or do you think they're going to continue to put pressure on the businesses across the nation to try and get their employees to get vaccinated? Or a third possibility, which would be both. And Mm. the thing that makes it tough is I don't think the country will put up with a national lockdown or a national mandated vaccine right now. The communications have been so poorly presented, it's increased skepticism. Uh, My own 22-year-old daughter on her own is so skeptical right now that she won't get vaccinated and nothing that they can say will persuade her because they have no credibility with yeah her. and i think she's indicative of a lot of people i'm right there with it i have not gotten the vaccine i will not get the vaccine and we're not just the blind followers i mean trump got booted an alabama rally over the weekend trying to advocate for people getting the vaccine so it's people that are skeptical or feel that we don't need it because we're young and healthy and the virus doesn't affect us nearly as bad navigating life's journeys common sense and uncommon times find them online richardbattle.com richard it's always good to talk to you my friend we appreciate it let's get you back on the show again real soon thanks andy my pleasure god bless america hey god bless america appreciate you very much that does it for us today podcast up in just a little bit i'm andy hoosier this is the voice reason we'll see you on the radio tomorrow Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.